I'm Brittany Wilson. I'm Nia Wasink, and you're listening to The The Nonprofit Nonprofit Reframe. Because we know that nonprofits and their staff are undervalued, under-resourced, and unrelenting. Welcome back to The Nonprofit Reframe. Happy frickin' New Year, folks! Oh my gosh. (laughs) Can you believe that we're recording an episode for January? No, I don't know how many times we have to do this before I start to get used to it. But yeah, I I think it's because I live my life like literally day to day, minute by minute, not because I'm some Zen (laughs) in the moment present Buddhist. It's because I just have so much shit going on that if I think about it larger than one hour increments, I get overwhelmed. (laughs) So to think about it being 2023... On December 12th, 2022, blows my mind. That's a lot for a mind to handle. I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) But yet here we are. You're listening to us in the new year. In the new year. I hope all of your year-end fundraising went so freaking well. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear. Soon we'll have a nice deep dive on all of the mailed appeals we received. We'll have some nice wrap-up content for you, but uh, it's still December 12th, so we can't record that yet. I'm hoping that y'all are at the beach somewhere sipping on a pina colada, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, your choice, and just like taking in the sounds of the surf and relaxing. Hmm. Knowing that you surpassed all your fundraising goals for the year. Yes. Because that's how it works, right? Right. That's 100% how it works. I mean, I usually just take all of January off. Screw tax letters. I've done my job. Yeah. I mean, I remember every time that I worked for a nonprofit, and especially when we were on the calendar year, and we hit that goal, like down to the minute before it strikes midnight, Are we going to get that last gift Mm -hmm. in via the website? Come on, Jones family. Where are you? We've been waiting for you. (laughs) You do this to us every year, right? You know those donors. You've got them. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Then Mm -hmm. once you hit that, everyone's just like, cool, peace out. Like, go enjoy yourself. Relax. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. That is not how it works. I was like, I've never seen that in my life. No, that (laughs) never fucking happens. That's what should happen. But instead, it's like, oop, January 1st, new year, new budget. Let's get it going. Get it going. I will say I had a client hit their year-end goal last week, like first full week of December. They hit it. And, oh, this is so bad of me. But I was like... Are you ready to exceed it? Like, keep making those lie bonds. And they were like ready to just walk into the sunset. And I was like, <laughs> no, keep fundraising. What are you doing? <laughs> this is prime time, people. There's money out there. There's no time to rest. <laughs> I know it is true, though. Like every single nonprofit that I have spoken to as well in the last three weeks, even ones that are like really teeny tiny that are like, you know what? I think we're going to start working on our fundraising. Maybe like we should work with you in 2023. And I'm like, no, book a call for tomorrow. We're talking about the next four weeks. What can you do now (laughs) before the year ends? I was like, what do you mean 2023? Now is the time. (laughs) Don't miss the window. It's so apropos that uh, as we are pushing our clients to succeed, we're also going to talk about burnout today. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. I know. So, you know what I find? We haven't had this discussion yet. Do you know what I did at my first ever company retreat last week? <gasps> no, do tell. I took the Strengths Finder test. Oh, do tell the results. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number one, activator. Oh, yes. I see it. Number two, maximizer. Ooh, yes. N- number three, woo. I'm sorry? That's that actual one. That's an actual <laughs> one. Just woo? It's called woo. Yeah. Just like you whisper into the wind, woo. It's the ability to just go up and strike a, a conversation with anybody, anywhere. Oh, so it's just being an extrovert. You are very good at that. Hey, let's not... No, I mean that genuinely. Let's like, not that's diminish why... my woo. <laughs> that's why I like to have you at events, because I don't want to do that shit. I know, right? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Listeners, there, we have been at events before where I've said to Brittany, I want to meet that person. Will you go meet them and then introduce me? <laughs> And she does it. I know. I'm like, sure, I don't care. (laughs) Well, that's my woo coming out, right? You got the woo. And my activator. I was like, let's make this happen. Let's activate this. Let's make it happen. Let's go talk to him. (laughs) I can't remember my fourth one. I'm trying to look it up and I can't find it right now, but I will in a minute. And number five, positivity. (gasps) I mean, that just, all of that encapsulates Brittany Wilson so damn well. I know. What are yours? I have no idea because I haven't done it in, I don't know, eight years. (gasps) But it's the stuff you'd expect. It's data-driven, analytical, Uh strategic. All the things I'm not. Exactly. That's why we work so well together. I know. We're like two sides of a coin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, communication. Number four, communication. Nice. Number five, positivity. I just want to point out, I know we've said this before, but it's been at least since prior to our hiatus since we said it. You and I are such a good example of different types of personalities being able to be successful at fundraising. Yes, I love that. Like, I feel like too often we get this one idea. You have to be this one type of person. You have to be really extroverted and just all about people. But really, you need both. You do. And that's why, like, together... We are fucking unstoppable. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) I seek people out like you everywhere I work to be my, like, my other half, you know, to, like, help me in the areas that I'm not strong in. Mm -hmm. And then for me to, you know, it's like we complement each other. I don't know. I'm really leaning in. Speaking of burnout, this is all going to come full circle. I'm really leaning in to the space of, hence why I took the strengths finder test, of like, it's okay to admit what I'm not good at. Yeah. And it's okay to not be good at it. Yeah. So I hired, well, I, I'm jumping right in. But like, so I hired an accountant. Yes. Absolutely. After a year of being, a year and a half of being in business for myself, because I finally was like, why I'm failing at this and that's okay. So why not find someone that that's their strength to do it for me so I can just focus on what I'm good at? Yes. 
Love it. Yes. I know. I feel like we just jumped into the content without context, but this is all relevant. This, this is what we're here to talk about. Right. It's like, okay, so we're releasing this January 2nd. It's a new calendar year. Even if that's not your fiscal year, it, it's a starting place. It's a time to take stock. I'm sure, you know, your bosses, your boards are talking about what the plans are for the next year, what the strategy is. But at the same time, we want to do that ourselves. So whether that is determining where your strengths are and finding help in the areas that aren't your strengths, taking care of yourself, warding off burnout early on. Like all of that is what we're here to talk about today. Exactly. And I feel like when I look back on my career and times where I was burned out, there was always some aspect of that I was struggling in an area that I wasn't good at. Yeah. And that was being reflected to me sometimes by my boss Mm-hmm. Or my supervisor of like, Brittany, you really need to be doing this. Or like, why aren't you doing this? Or whatever. And me being like, oh my God, I'm trying. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Why am I not good at that? And now I look back on my former self with such like empathy. And I just want to say, it's okay. You're good at so many other things. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Like, let's talk about how the like in nonprofits, you wear a million hats is like a direct highway to burnout. Because we expect 100%. everybody to do everything and be good at everything. And we just aren't. No, we're not. We're not. And I mean, I said this on the podcast before. I'm going to say it again. But I remember being at a place where I worked and we did the disc profile. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like all red in relationship and yellow vision and have like very little to almost none of what you have, which is like the green structure and the blue data. And I remember this board member was harping on me to like have all, to put all these spreadsheets together Mm -hmm. of data. And he and I got into it one time and I was like, I don't understand. Like, what information are you trying to gain from it? Yeah. Like, just tell me what information you need and I will get it for you. And he's like, well, I don't know. I can't. Why can't I don't understand. Why can't you just put in the spreadsheet and blah, 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 blah. And I pulled out my disc profile. Yes. And I was like, because that's not who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so true. Like, we're talking two languages, two different languages. Like, I do not talk in spreadsheets. And it's not easy for me to put a pivot table together. (laughs) So it's going to take me three hours to Google that shit, to figure out how to do it. When if you just tell me what information you want, I'll just tell you. Yeah. I had a client call last week. Total Hail Mary moment. I mean, first off, shout out. They freaking are rocking their year-end appeal. And so the problem they have is they have like 400 donations that they need to import into their CRM. Mm -hmm. And so the client emails me and is like, I've been trying to import this. I I need to run all the the acknowledgement letters. It's not working. And I was like, okay, let's jump on a call. I got time this afternoon. We jump on the call. We go through it. And I'm like, okay, so here are your options for how we do this. And he's like, my brain can't compute that. And so I was like, okay, so here's what needs to happen in the spreadsheet for this to happen. And I just see his face just like drop. And I was like, hey, would it be helpful if I did it for you now, got everything set up, and then I I actually trained you, but on a different day, on a later day, yeah. when maybe your brain is a bit more available for this information? And he goes, Nia, you're intuitive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, actually, you just wear your emotions completely on your sleeve. I thought you were going to pass out. <laughs> yeah, you look miserable. <laughs> I'm worried about your health. <laughs> 
But that's such an important thing, right? Like that task, I mean, to be clear, clients, I'm not saying I'm going to do a bunch of spreadsheet shit for you. Oh, look at you. You're like, hold on. Let me set a boundary. (laughs) Let me set a boundary. (laughs) This was a special situation because I am a sucker for a client in trouble, which you probably know, dear clients of mine. But it is something like it is so easy for me because that is how my brain genuinely operates. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Lord, I'm jealous. Hey, I'm jealous of you. Well, right? I mean, the ability to just like walk in a space and be like, I'm going to make a bunch of new friends. Fuck that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'm so- I could never. I could never. That is like my daughters right there. Like if they oh would just God. realize that each other is their own superpower, like mm-hmm. that they complement each other, they would be inseparable and besties for life. But right now it's just like, you're too different from me. It's too much. Yeah, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe everywhere we go, she makes a new best friend, just like you, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, well, so let's do a little bit of self-reflection. I gave away one of mine about hiring an accountant. What are some things that you're doing for 2023 to kind of help prevent and stave off your own burnout? Mm. About that. Uh, is this the true confessions part of the podcast? Yeah, you're not allowed to lie on this. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so I think, so one thing I've learned about myself, especially in managing people, is that I take better care of my people than I take care of myself. A hundred. Mm-hmm. And if I provide accountability through my team for myself, I'm better at it. Like, I can, I can audibly say right now, when I get stressed, it impacts others. I don't want that. So even if I don't want to take care of myself for my own self, and that is something I will unpack in therapy, we don't need to do that today. <laughs> I can say I want to do that for my team members. And so mm-hmm. I will also tell them. One of the big stressors of the last year was I ran two different campaigns. I ran a city council race, and then I ran a county commissioner primary. It drained me of every ounce of energy I have ever produced in my life. Yep. And I don't want that to happen again. And so I've been really clear with my team about what kind of boundaries I want to set for myself, what my company should be setting, what expectations we should have with potential new candidate clients. And so part of how I'm hoping that that works is that my team will remind me of that. And they're very good at that. And they love to do that. All in self-reflection and care of each other. So that that's one thing I'm very tangibly doing. We also had a staff retreat. There are two of us, but whatever. Same here. <laughs> we had a staff retreat. And so we've got some changes coming to how we operate. We're also rebranding. Holla. Whoa. I first know. time I heard this. Get it, get it. Actually, this is released January 2nd. Our new brand is being released today. So to the public, let me introduce you to Prismatic Consulting. No way. Yes. This is the first time hearing of this. It's so exciting. It's very exciting. But the the fun part of this is that with the rebrand, it really requires some reflection about like, what do we do? Why do we do it? How do we do it? Because we're creating more than just a logo. We're redoing our website. We're creating new materials. And that has actually been a great process to think about, okay, what kind of projects do we want to take on? Who are our our ideal clients. Sure. How are we signaling to potential clients that they're the right fit for us? Right. And we're going to put all that into the new website. And so that's allowed us to rethink about how we scope projects, what kinds of work we want to be doing. 
And I'll say like the the big outcome is we want to be very explicit that we are here to do social justice work. We are here to do progressive work. We are here to change our communities so that the most oppressed people have opportunities so that the white people get out of the fucking way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people of color can really have the most empowered lives possible. And we want to be disruptive in these spaces. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So it's been really fun to think about, like, how do we decolonize boards? How do we put that out as a service we offer? How is somebody going to justify paying us to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously more to come as the year progresses, but I'm feeling really excited and hopeful that the new year is going to bring about some some real impact and, and change both for our company, but more importantly, for the work we do. I love it. I feel like this is what, year six of your business? Seven? Yeah, something like that. Fuck, I don't know. I know, but now it's like you're really kind of, you've discovered who you are and where you want to spend your time and what you're great at and the impact you want to make. And now you're kind of like birthing into it. I love it birthing into it (laughs) (laughs) i did i know i did that on purpose (laughs) yeah but i think about like two years ago when i would be kind of quiet to bring up community-centric fundraising with a new client like i want to feel them out like are they are they going to be cool with this we're slapping it in the middle of our marketing this is how we do fundraising we utilize community-centric principles period I remember when we first started this podcast and I said, well, this would be a great lead gen for you. You know, maybe you get some business and you're like, I don't know. I don't know if I want my current clients to listen to it. (laughs) You know, I'm worried about what they might think. But now you're just fully representing who you are in all aspects of your life. Fully embodied. Yeah. That's got to feel good. It does. Yeah. Is it empowering, huh? Right? Yeah. And I want to recognize like what a position of privilege Yeah. Like it did take years to get here and it took getting clients who would trust us, who would come back to now be able to be our full selves. That is not an easy thing to do and definitely not something I felt like I could do in year one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is over here where I am. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us what's up for a Brittany Wilson Consulting. Well, you know, I think my real goal and resolution of sorts is kind of the same stuff that I talk to my clients about. Like I know we're consultants and so we're kind of talking about consultant life right now, but a lot of this is applicable everywhere, but is to try to get out because this first year I didn't know what to expect and it was just kind of like, I didn't say no to anything. I said yes to everything, including taking on, um, That's my cat cat feeder, uh, my automatic cat feeder, including taking on types of jobs that I wasn't expecting, Mm -hmm. right? Like types of work that I wasn't really expecting. So it's been a, a year of discovery, that's for sure. Where I would like to see 2023 move into is a year of being a little bit more proactive and a little less reactive. Yeah. I mean, talk about something that's applicable to our clients that's in the sector. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's like, all, that's, like that's what I talk about all the time with my clients, right? How can we move to be a little bit more proactive and plan? And so I'm wishing that for my own business. Yeah. 
I love it. And I think that that's what'll help with burnout too is, I mean, again, it's just like what we talk about with our clients of when you have a clear plan, it doesn't mean that it won't change, right? But it gives you some sidebars or like a container in which to make decisions on what new opportunities you want to take and not take. Yeah. Right? And so to say like, oh, I mean, that sounds really cool, but that's not really what we're focusing on this year. Yep. And to be okay saying that because now you have a plan that you could say, see, here's the plan. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. So it's okay to say no or not now to this thing because that's not what we're focused on right now. I hope every single one of my strategic planning clients is listening to this right now. Mm -hmm, Right. (laughs) Because that's what we say, right? Like your strategic plan isn't just what to say no to. It's also what to say yes to. Yep. It gives you those guardrails so that not every opportunity feels like the opportunity because that's that's where you end up with mission creep. And that's also what leads to burnout. A hundred percent. You've got all of these funders coming to you. I, I was just talking to a client about this recently and they're, they're more in like the early childhood space, which I don't want to say came to prominence. Like early childhood obviously has been around for a long time, but the... The needs spotlighted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The needs were there before the pandemic, and now it's gotten even worse. There are fewer spots. The kids have more significant behavioral needs. Early childhood education is absolutely critical right now, and funding is following that. Yep. And so it's like, how do we take advantage of this moment, but in a way that is strategic, that furthers what we're trying to do, and that doesn't burn us out? Because our current capacity is at this level, and... What this grant is requiring is it to be twice that, and we're not there yet, and that's okay. Oh, gosh. It just brings back so many feelings, (laughs) (laughs) right, of those write every grant as if you're going to get it. Yeah. You know, so you better be ready when they say yes to do what you outlined in your plan, (laughs) and if that's not sustainable – then don't write it and don't apply for it. Don't write it. Yes. I mean, nothing is worse worse than when you're like, yay, we got this. Shit. How are we going to do this? <laughs> awful feeling. Absolutely awful feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, you know, how can we all be more proactive and less reactive and really put those work plans. And that's not me, right? Let's go back all the way to the beginning of this conversation. I am not, I don't like structure. I don't like data. (laughs) So like sitting down and asking me to put a work plan together and create goals, like stick forks in my eyes, in my eyeballs, right into them. I hate it so much. But as I get older and now that I have my own business, I really do see the value in Mm -hmm. them loosely. Like... (laughs) (laughs) meaning like let's just put an outline together i don't think Uh we need to spend like hours on something (laughs) and i'm like let's create a process to create the plan yeah i totally (laughs) and then what's the process going to be to enact the plan and to like look back at the plan and to make sure we're yeah we just wrote a whole new implementation guide go to our strategic planning clients for that (laughs) like literally last week (laughs) 
maybe I need it for my own life. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, that's what I say. Every time I f- would find someone, like a, we would hire someone that I could work with that had your kind of skill set, <laughs> I'm like, could I just take you along through my life with me? Like, <laughs> like in my daily life, my personal life, I need someone to help me get organized. Yeah. I mean, I th- again, as we're kicking off a new year, this is really what we want to instill in our listeners is like create a plan. Don't feel too tied to it, right? Like this is your starting place for the year, but create space in that plan also to take care of yourself. Yes. Like, I, I don't know how many times we said in our last few episodes, you know, that this is this is the moment. This is when you find out if your work all year has paid off. And yet we still see fundraisers trying to jam 12 months worth of fundraising into two months. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. So the way to prevent burnout in December is to be stewarding your donors in January. Love it. To be thanking them again in February, to be cultivating them in March, right? And that's where you can really also determine what is an appropriate capacity. Yeah. This is not a fun time to be hiring fundraisers. I'm not going to downplay that. It fucking sucks. It's hard. But if you're continuing to grow, if you just had a kick-ass year-end giving season and you're looking at your plan for the next year and thinking, holy shit, how am I going to get this done? Then it's your time to say, I need to hire a Brittany or I need to hire a Nia, right? Like I need Mm -hmm. somebody with some additional skills that can help round out our development team for the following year. I love that. You know another way to combat burnout? By drinking? Well, not always. Taking fucking time off. Oh, my God. Use your PTO. Use your PTO. (laughs) There's no award. Like, I'm going to... Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. There is no award. You do not... It's not like when we were in grade school (laughs) and you got, like, the perfect perfect attendance. attendance. (laughs) Yeah. There's no perfect attendance award. You do not... You don't get a salary bump at the end of the year because you've never taken a day off. You don't get like a a medal or like no and you're probably a little crispy because you're so burned out and so then you're gonna get a bad review anyway you only hurt yourself yeah and i i mean this is like i'm gonna say his name drink vule i feel like it's (laughs) it's like a game how many times can we say his name but if you read his blog post it was all about that last week as well Mm mm-hmm Like, why do we, what do we, this martyrdom, like, what are we trying to prove? Yeah. And it's hard. I get it. It is so hard when there's always work to be done. And when your work has such an impact that you have that guilt of like, well, if I did a little bit more, it would help more people or more puppies and kittens or whatever it is that you do. But this has to be, now I'm going all over the place. It has to be demonstrated from the top. Yes. Yes. Executive directors, chief executive officers, take your time off. Show your team how it's done gracefully. Development directors, do that so that the rest of your development team can see it. Uh, Consultants, do it too. And put your fucking out of offices on. Let your clients know that you're not available. Have you ever taken a week off? Oh, yeah. Okay. In that week... How many of those days are you actually fully unplugged? As a consultant now, all of them. 
but does it really my point is is that does it take you a day or two to kind of oh like for my brain to calm yes. down yeah, yeah 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 oh for sure yeah so that's the thing too is that take like a chunk of time if you can that gives you the respite that you really need because when it's just like a day or two here because i sometimes hear people oh well i'm like if I don't take day off, then I'm going to lose it because I'm going to stop accruing because I've accrued so much. So I'm just going to take like a, every other Friday, which is great. Okay. And that's not like a true taking time off. No. Do you have time off planned in the future, Brittany? <laughs> true confessions time. <laughs> I don't. Brittany Wilson. I don't. I know. I know. I know. But we had a week that we took off unexpected in October for a family death. And that has just kind of like jostled things around. So normally I do. And I guarantee by the end of this month, I will have something planned in January. So by the time we record our next episode, I want to ask you again if you have something on the books. Okay. No, I think I will because it is um, absolutely a priority for me right now just because I need something to look forward to, too, you know, mm -hmm. and my family needs it. Yeah. Like I see it with my family. And I get it. Again, it's a privilege to be able to go on vacation, but even if it's a staycation, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love a staycation. I know. So much organizing. And, oh, oh, my yes. God. That's, you're ridiculous. <laughs> Only you would take a vacation and spend it organizing. The last time I took a staycation, I had a full page task list of all the projects I could tackle. It was the best week. Grody. That's grody. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no. No, I mean, of course, I would love to leave for a week and come back and have all that stuff have done <laughs> at my house, but I don't want to be the one to do it. Oh, fair. Uh, well, yes, this is our reminder to take stock. Pat yourself on the back, too, for 2022, because just like we said earlier, Every place I ever worked, it was like as soon as December 31st was over, it's like, okay, new year, new calendar, new budget, let's get going. And we never get to celebrate our wins. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate them. I mean, at the very least, you made it to 2023. And there were some real ups and downs there. And let's like just acknowledge the continued trauma that we're all going through. Thank you. It's fucking hard. So the fact that you made it to 2023, fucking awesome. We're proud of you. I feel like we keep getting a year further away from 2020, but yet I still feel like it was just six months ago. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I've lost, I don't even know. Like it's going to be 2023. Where do those three years go? I don't even know. I have no idea. I will admit I went to our deep freezer the other day and pulled out some meat that my husband bought in April 2023 when he thought that there was not going to be meat for sale for months. You mean April 2022? Or 2020. 2020. Sorry, 2020. April 20. Yeah, uh, I threw it away. Don't worry. Grody. <laughs> <laughs> but just adds to the whole illusion of time. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Uh, well, we have some great episodes already in the works that we're planning for for January and February, but we'd love 
to get more ideas. So if there's something that we haven't talked about in a while, remind us, let us know. I'm sure we have thoughts on it. Please, we have thoughts on everything. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> nonprofitreframe at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us, Facebook and Instagram, at Nonprofit Reframe. You definitely want to be following us on socials because that's where you find out about our live tapings. We had one just in December. We'll be planning one for early 2023. So that means you should probably also join our Patreon so you uh, can be in on that. Absolutely. You know what we never really talked about is that that live taping was our 100th episode, wasn't it? It was. This is 101 oh. that we're recording right now. Holy uh, shit. What? Get out. I love that we're starting the new year in the hundreds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. So join our Patreon. Find out all the things that we're talking about on the off weeks. Yeah. Because when you're a Patreon member, you get bonus episodes in between. And we're like saying some really cool shit. And you're just not hearing it. Y'all, I read from Robert Reich's book. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and happy new year. Happy fucking new year, folks. Bye. Don't forget to become a Patreon subscriber for behind the scenes content starting at only $3 a month. Learn more at patreon.com slash nonprofit reframe. We would like to thank our sponsors. Brittany Wilson Consulting helps nonprofits raise even more money through fundraising, coaching, training, and event production. Learn more at BrittanyWilson.com. That's B-R-I-T-T-N-Y Wilson.com. Mission Launch is a Colorado-based consulting firm working towards social good in all sectors through fundraising, board governance, strategy and planning, and equity support. You can learn more at MissionLaunchCo.com. And Jake Walker Music, who provides our theme music. You can find him at JakeWalkerMusic.org. Thanks for listening.